morning, you guys. Top of the top. I know y'all gonna kill me. Like, what the fuck, Cole? Friday done came and went. And you know, you guys, my intentions, I meant well, right? I really did. But, you know, I thought about you guys, and I'm like, let me get up really fucking early. It's like 7 in the morning, you guys, almost 8. And I'm like, let me just get up and give them what I was supposed to give them yesterday. So apologies for that. You know, life is like that. Sometimes you intend to do one thing and something else pops up. And so, yeah. But let me just get to it because I got a lot going on this Saturday. Plus, I still have to come back and give you a later segment um, dealing with the um, Kings and Queens battle um, on URL. So there's a lot going on today. So let me just get right to it. And um, do what it is I do. So let's go, you guys. Eight. Ignition sequence has started. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. We have commit and we have liftoff at 213. The Saturn V building up to 7.6 million pounds of thrust. You're g- jamming with the hottest disc jockey. Disc jockey. you guys top of the fucking top good morning yeah 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 i'm here first and foremost i love you guys you already know um secondly when i'm right i'm fucking right i'm starting to most of you guys who listen to me is starting to get an understanding like, yo, this bitch Cole be right a lot of times. Like, I like the way Ahmad thinks. I'm going to tell you why. Because I told you guys, when I first covered that Nikki was pregnant, when I first found out, I was like, oh, yeah. And I told you guys, I believed it was a boy. Did I not? I definitely did, you guys. There were so many people prior to her even giving birth. Shout out to you, Nikki, again. Shout out to you, Kenneth. Um, There were so many people that just knew it was a girl. You had um, bloggers. I can't remember what this woman's name is, young lady's name is. I definitely did talk about her some um, segments back and, you know, how messy she is. You know, it's funny because I really can't remember her her name. She's super irrelevant, but um, relevant enough for me to make this point that she had came out some months ago stating that she overheard somebody. I think she said it was Wayne, as a matter of fact, talking to somebody, telling that other person that the baby was a girl. So, you know, you got to be careful when you come out and you make statements like that. You know, I don't know nobody personally, but... I have an amazing intuition (laughs) and um, among other gifts. And I felt it when she was pregnant. That's just the gist of it. If you don't believe me, go back to my earlier episodes. I promise you, that's all you will hear anytime I talk about Nikki and her pregnancy. I said, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. That's a motherfucking boy. So shout out to me and my gifts. 
Because when I'm right, I'm right. And when I know, I know. Right? Yeah. Uh-huh. So, moving forward, before we shall move, I just want to let you guys know that if you haven't already known, um, found out, she did have a son. And he is just beautiful. Just beautiful. I believe his name is Jeremiah. God bless him. Just, oh, Lord, giving me baby fever. Make me want to ask babies again. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. So, moving forward from that. <clears throat> okay. So, um, yeah. So, Cardi, um, allegedly and Offset is supposed to be getting, or if not, already back together. Um, I read where she indicated that she only filed divorce to, uh, basically, like, teach him a lesson or some shit like that. Like, you know, I don't know, you know, trying to be very diplomatic in what I say, because I don't like to feel like I'm judging people, but I do observe people's tactics and the things that they do. And I'm not sure, like, if, what was the point in all of this? Like, a lot of, I don't know, better them than me, right? So, and at that, she's still very young. She's 28. Um, I don't know too many people who filed divorce to teach anybody a lesson, like, and then turn around and be right back with them. I don't know, but that's what's going on with her. That's the latest. She and her husband are still together. So, shout out to love. You know, I'm a, I'm a sucker for love. But you have people who felt or feel that her relationship with her baby father and husband is very toxic. Um, and it very well might just be. I, from an outsider looking in believe that this relationship is more focused on image and proving itself to the world versus really loving one another and focusing on each other. It's just too many people in the relationship, mainly outsiders, fans. It's too, this is why it's not always good to broadcast your relationship in the media. You know, because when it's real love, you don't need, and I'm again, I'm not suggesting that they're not really in love. But most people who are genuinely in love, they don't have time to be doing all of the things that many people in 2020 do when they get in a relationship with somebody. They just do the most to prove that they're happy. But And when you really happy, you don't got that kind of time to be proving to nobody that you happy other than the person that's making you fucking happy. I just think it's a lot of emphasis put on proving to the world, hey, look in my relationship, I'm happy. So when I see things like that, I second guess all that shit. I hear you talking, Bob, because trust and believe, super happy. Um, I have moments of retrospection where I'm frustrated, um, like anybody would have in their relationship. But, and of course, you know, you 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 want to talk about your significant other every now and again. Hmm. But not to the point where I'm almost, like, pushing them in your face type shit. Like, I, I, that's to each his own. I, I don't want to do, I wouldn't do that. I don't do that, you know. 
every now and again I make references on my masculine, but I'm not sitting here giving you a whole itinerary and pictures and look at us and look at him and me and you can have a lot of people in your relationship that praise on his downfall and when you just not aware of these types of energies and things that you're doing you open up a lot of chaos in your own relationship so but you know whatever they're 28 like I said they still have a lot of learning to do as be all um but yeah I hope it works out for them I hope whatever toxicities that exist in their union they fucking iron that shit out because it makes no sense to get back together with anybody who's still doing the same shit they were doing when you left their ass like that's just dumb but you know whatevs um so remember I spoke to you guys the day before yesterday and I was explaining to you about this platinum plan from our our uh president uh, no I say that so lightly um <laughs> yeah so I explained to you guys what this platinum plan was um that was um orchestrated by the president and trying to establish a proposal that would benefit the african-american community um slash minority because you know they can't just give us anything they got to put us and group us with everybody else um that he came up with this proposal to i want to say remedy a lot of the a lot of the disparities and you know injustices that african americans have been facing in this infrastructure of a government for so many years i can't even count any fucking more older than my ass okay that's how many years we could keep going but um with me telling you guys about that, and I'm pretty certain some of you guys already did your due diligence and looked into this platinum plan, if you didn't know about it until I told you, some bullshit came <laughs> after that. <clears throat> Ice Cube uh, has been accredited with helping Trump develop that platform. And many fans are not okay with that. In fact, they have called Ice Cube out about his involvement in this plan. Many people feel like he is a sellout. Their words, not mine. I just wanted to, you know, briefly let you guys know what went on with that. So... Last Tuesday, or was it this Tuesday? It was this Tuesday, matter of fact. One of Trump's um, senior advisors, Miss Katrina Pearson, she went ahead and posted a tweet thanking Ice Cube for his, quote, willingness to work with the Trump administration on the platinum plan. So again, this platinum plan, just to give you a reminder is a $500 billion package that is geared to helping the black community. So specifically, this plan is supposed to create 
3 million new jobs, um, as well as push for criminal justice reform, improve access to better education, job opportunities, as well as reducing health care costs and designating June 10th as a national holiday. So, um, after she put this out, like, after she tweeted this, um, Ice Cube went ahead and responded. He responded back by saying, facts, I put out the CWBA, both parties contacted me, Democrats said, We'll address the CWBA after the election. After the election, excuse me. The Trump campaign made some adjustments to their plan after talking to us about the CBA. So, the CBA, right, is a contract with Black America addressing racial disparities. So I'm going to read to you exactly what this contract with Black America is that Ice Cube is referring to. And it reads, this contract with Black America strikes at the heart of racism and presents a blueprint to achieve racial economic justice. It was written in the backdrop of the killing of George Floyd which set off a wave of protests not seen since the civil rights era of the 1950s and 60s in a global pandemic in which the black mortality rate is more than double the white rate and in which 45%, nearly half, of black-owned businesses closed. That the impact of something presumably... Oh, excuse me, presumably, 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 don't laugh at me, y'all. I get tongue-tied. <laughs> Highly problematic and further evidence that as a nation, we are failing miserably. This links to a larger political and economic vulnerability. Whether we're in a pandemic or not, the immoral Devaluation of black lives ingrained in America's political economic, excuse me, economy and is long overdue for a reckoning. Authentic agency is grounded in resources and America's unjust racial wealth gap is rooted in a history that has privileged white people with financial advantages to buy crucial additional and intergenerational advantages for themselves and their children government policy and literal government giveaways provided them with the finance education land and infrastructure to accumulate and pass down wealth from one generation to the next in contrast black people were largely excluded and when they were able to accumulate land and enterprise it was subject to seizure by government complicit theft fraud and terror 
this contract with Black America understands that this disparity is dramatic and that changes on the margin won't cut it. To reverse decades and generations of discrimination, we need a bold overhaul of our laws and economy. This contract rejects the racist and ups and unsubstantiated rhetoric that ignorant so-called grit and personal responsibility are the sources of racial disparity along with the accompanying neoliberal model in which oh I'm sorry neoliberal paternalism model in which government attempts to coerce coerce or in incentivize insinuated defective black people to behave accordingly and make better decisions. It is abundantly clear that the racial wealth gap has nothing to do with black behavior and everything to do with white privilege. So as a nation, are we finally ready to reverse our enduring and immoral light of racism and authentically live up to the creed that all men and women are created equal. I do not know, but we have witnessed across all 50 states and pretty much the entire globe civil protesters shouting with solidarity that black lives matter. Younger generations and social movements may be redefining economic good to embrace the principles of morality, humanity, and sustainability, sustainability. This contract with Black America is a patriotic pathway to promote our shared prosperity and achieve racial economic justice, right? So that there, you guys, is what the contract with Black America is. And it was stated that, uh, you know, according to Ice Cube, he believed that every side of the spectrum of government, be it Democrat or Republican, is lying to us. That much I will totally agree with him on. You guys know I am not shy about voicing my opinions on where I stand with the current administration and with government overall presently. Um, yeah, so I actually do understand that statement by him however a fan criticized him which got a retweet with a comment uh from q beginning my hip-hop hero ice cube is working with the dark side i haven't felt this low since kobe passed and um ice cube response to that was quote every side is the dark side for us here in america i agree with that um they're all the same until something changes for us. They all lie and they all cheat, but we can't afford not to negotiate with whoever is in power or our condition. This country will never change. Our justice is bipartisan. <clears throat> so I completely understand uh, where he's coming from in terms of looking at the broader spectrum of what has occurred with us and will continue occurring with African-Americans if we do not uh, form an ally, right? However, like I said to you guys in my last episode, I'm just very cautious on the, the, 
the delivery, the presentation, and the timing of this uh, of this uh, proposal. And uh, I can understand why people had mixed feelings about Ice Cube's involvement with Trump. Uh, Ice Cube has already questioned um, whether the Democratic or Republican Party truly are committed to helping black communities. And um, he suggested as well that Democrats were taking the black vote for granted. Now, in retrospect, I actually agree with him as well on that. A lot of times, you guys know, um, growing up, if you were an 80s baby like me, 70s, whatever, you remember um, when you were in school, at least this occurred for me when I was uh, in 126. I remember my teachers every election going make well making sure that we knew enough to go back and tell our parents who to vote for i never forget that shit i never forget being in school and they'll be like make sure to tell your mother or daddy mother or father to vote democrat and i would always come home and this was around actually this was around the um I remember two significant moments in my life when that was stressed in school. The election of Mayor Dinkins in New York City. I went, was he our first African-American mayor? Yeah, I'm, I want to say he was. But I remember that time era in which I was specifically told from my school to go back home and tell my parents to vote for Mayor Dinkins. And the same thing occurred in the 90s with Clinton. Um, so what happens is, you end up becoming a specific party by affiliation. So when you get older, whether you understand politics or not, once you decide to start utilizing your civic duties, like voting being one of them, you normally tend to side with the party that your parents are affiliated with. Unless you're one of those who really is into politics you you know you went ahead and you did your research you you know you you know what's going on and the issues and the candidates to give you a you know clearer perspective on who you should most people don't do that in the black community i'm just keeping it a buck it's not a stereotype most motherfuckers don't really dig that deep into it like oh who's that he's a what he's a democrat all right we voting for him that's normally how it goes. They don't know this motherfucker from a can of paint, but because you're a Democrat and you were raised, which is the point I'm getting to, you were raised to always vote Democrat because Democrat is always for the black people. On the contrary, when I got older, I started looking at it in another perspective. I started feeling like Democrats were accustomed to getting the black vote automatically because they often say the things that they know as a black community we want to hear um so a lot of times we get caught up in just voting people into office based on their political parties not even knowing if these people intend on doing half of what they said or doing anything positive for us 
And like I said before, they will tell you everything under the sun. They will sing you a dream, tell you what they're going to do, and then they get in office and they don't do one-third of that shit, if any. So um, I understand what he meant when he questions and looks at both sides with the side-eyed, raised eyebrow look. Like, I don't know, because... Just because you this or you that or you was affiliated with this person don't mean you're any better than the person you talking shit about. And this is why I said, honestly, you guys know I'm definitely going to vote. Definitely going to vote. But am I happy with the choices I have? I ain't going to bullshit you and act like I am. No, I'm not. But that's what I got. So I got to work with what I got. Uh, Ice Cube also made mention that uh, he contacted both parties, the Democratic and Republican uh, leaders, and he basically said he didn't trust any one of them. His words were, no president has done right by us, so I don't trust none of them. Putting our hopes and dreams behind any of them just don't work. <coughs> I've been making contacts with them, trying to talk about these real issues. Straight up, I believe the Democrats have been nice. I don't really see them pushing their policies in any different direction. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, I can understand why he made that remark. He also stated that Democrats recruited every black celebrity and shit on a team so they just figured tell cube to shut the fuck up and vote he said i ain't gonna do that i'm gonna push the program okay he says also that he met with republicans they moved their agenda a lot because of what we've said they put 500 billion on the table but his thoughts are who knows what's really gonna happen i just know one of them is going to win and i don't know if it really matters to us Sandy fam, um, you already know how I get down. Over the last few months, I've been really going deep into this um, political space. Um, you know, reading a lot of history, trying to understand how systems work. Um, not getting caught up in anybody's rhetoric, but looking for my damn self um, and just trying to figure out why we continue to, you know, flounder at the bottom. You know, what is it? And what I found is that it's systems in place, as we all know. It ain't because, you know, we ain't doing what we supposed to do as black people because, of course, we all can do better. You know, there's shit that we need to do to clean up our cells and our community. But besides that shit, the system is fucked up. It's, it's just designed totally. And... Not only design, but there's a dedication to keeping us at the bottom of this country. 
Um, and I don't know if we can count on any parties to get us about the shit, to be honest. Um, so we are going to have to do a lot of things different as a black community. Um, we have to pool our resources. We have to think about ourselves. You know, we love all the other races of the world, but... some point we got to figure out how do we get ahead because everybody's on top of us but us um or everybody's on top of us and the shit ain't gonna work we ain't gonna survive this the way it's going it's just designed that I, I can't see the future so we gotta change this shit um Everybody's been mad at me because I haven't been on the, the fucking, um, you know, the gravy train of, of these candidates, you know, especially Joe Biden and Harris, you know, I don't, I don't trust none of them. No president has done right by us. So I don't, I don't, I don't trust none of them. So putting our your hopes and dreams behind any of them just don't work. We got to make them do what we want them to do. And there's only a few ways to do that. Now, I've been making contacts, trying to, you know, talk about these real issues, you know. Um, you know, straight up, I believe the the Democrats have... They've been nice, you know, they've been um, cordial, so to speak. You know, I don't, I don't really see them pushing their policies in, in any different direction. You know, they're still talking this minority, minority, people of color shit uh, that don't necessarily include us. That don't necessarily include black Americans, especially um, descendants of slaves. Um, Ados. American descendants of slaves. That don't, that, that ain't specifically us. It's everybody. We ain't gonna get shit. Because when you look around, everybody hates us. So we still at the bottom of that. Um, so, you know, I think the Democrats, they, you know, they got every black celebrity and shit on their team. So they just figure, you know, tell Q to shut the fuck up and vote. And so... I ain't gonna do that. You know, I'm gonna push the program. We got a program, I'm pushing it on everybody. Um, we also met with the Republicans and shit. They, they brought us in, we talked to them. Um, they've, they've moved their agenda a lot because of what we said. Um, you know, they put $500 billion on the table and, you know, but who knows, you know, who knows what's gonna really happen, you know? Um, I just know one, I'm gonna win. And I don't know if it can really matter to us. We gotta just push whoever is in there because ain't nobody really solved our problems. Um, you know, 
people say we can't take another four years of this. And black people, we could take anything, shit. This is, um, I mean, Joe Biden, um, you know, the Democrats, I believe they owe us. Um, will they do right by us at the end of the day? Who knows? Um, you know, I think the plan they have is, 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 you know, they're doing a lot when it comes to safety and police and all this shit, but, you know, that dough is thin. Everybody money is thin. We're not going to get no respect in this country without the cash. We ain't going to get no respect in this country without having money in our community. It just ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. So... Everybody could be mad at me, pissed off at me. You know, I don't give a, you know, hey, y'all know what it is. <laughs> I'm trying to get to the truth. I ain't about to be part of nobody program. Ain't nobody gonna, you know, give me the back down. Um, and if y'all don't want to hear the truth, then that's your, you know, that's kind of a personal problem. I'm going to keep spitting it how I see it, you know, and I think the problem is we a little too one-sided and we need to hold everybody to the fire and make sure everybody um, do what they're supposed to do when it comes to black people, not get caught up in a whole lot of white people business. Need to worry about our own, what's going on with us. And, um, and then when we get what we got to get, then we'll, you know, welcome everybody. But we got to make a decision and we got to push people to do something, to do something big and do it right now. Powerful, right? Now, here's the thing. A lot of people were not happy what with what they heard. And, you know, I'm going to just be honest. I'm a truth seer and seeker. So I understand that when you seek truth, you're not going to make everybody happy. Everybody's not going to be okay with the truth, especially if they're so, or if they've been accustomed to being in the matrix forever. Like you're opening people's minds in a way of looking at things, uh, clearer with more clarity. And some people really don't want to be awoken. It's easier to stay asleep. It's easier to live in delusions and illusions. You understand? That's why they're, it's a saying that says ignorance is bliss because when you don't know, you think and you almost feel like you're happy not knowing. The minute you know the truth is something, here comes the, the pressure, the stress, because you can't, there's no veil over the bullshit no more. So I think with Ice Cube, a lot of people always want you to choose a side that they're on. And this is the reason why we have independent and individual minds. 
um, it's okay to agree to disagree. I think the objective here as black people is to be on the side of equality for us. Retribution, restitution for us. You understand? And I, I really resonated with what he said. You know, people are entitled to their opinions. They can hate them, love them, whatever. I resonated with what Cube said because there was nothing sellout-ish to me. I didn't hear anything that Cuzzo said that was Uncle Tom mentality type. Like, that's one of the things I do not respect about my black people. I love you guys, but nigga, when y'all wrong, y'all wrong. Y'all get mad because we don't all agree with the fuckery. Like, no. And I'm, I've been saying this from day one. You don't just get my stamp just because you black. All skin folk ain't kin folk, you heard? Y'all know, y'all know how this goes. So I'm very surprised that black America really attacked Q the way that they did. Um, and you heard it from, for yourself. This is exactly why I played it. Like where and what he said came off as being a sellout and a manipulator. A lot of people criticized him and said that he wasn't completely transparent about his work with the Trump administration. And they also claimed that his previous comments gave the false impression he was unwilling to su support either party. So I think, and I'm just making an observation here, I think he presented, like he said, this contract to both sides. And it was the Republicans who were more willing to work with him with this contract. Democrats, like he said, was nice, cordial, but they didn't make no moves. And normally they don't, you know what I'm saying? Like I want black people to stop always. Again, I'm not telling you who to vote for, which way to go, what party to be affiliated with. I'm telling you as black people to observe and analyze what the fuck is going on because they need your vote. You understand anybody that's in office right now, supposedly representing you is there because you either put them there or you didn't make sure that they got the fuck up. There is power people in votes, but if we consistently keep fighting against each other about whether or not we should even vote in the first place, this is the, this is contributing to the fucking bullshit that we still continuously deal with systematically. It's not racist for black people to focus on fucking black people. White people been focusing on white people forever to this present day. But the minute you as a black person focus on the truth about you, where you come from, your history, the systems, the art, you're labeled aggressive, terrorist, and all these other fucking shits. So, you know, I really don't give a fuck if people, uh, you know, don't agree with me, you guys. I'm okay with controversy. I'm okay with motherfuckers saying, oh, what you said Cole was wrong and I, I don't like that Cole girl. It's okay. I'm dark-skinned. I've been hated on for a very long time. I've been heard and said some very mean shit for years. So, nothing you say right now 
will ever take me off my dean. I'm entitled, just as well as you are entitled, to your opinion. And my opinion in this situation is exactly this. I agree with uh, Ice Cube and what he just said and what you just heard. Nobody is suggesting that, you know, we don't have to be empathetic to other cultures, but stop expecting us to understand everyone else before anybody takes the time to understand us, the most oppressed people walking the face of this fucking planet. We must always accommodate some other race or show sensitivity to someone else's struggle. But when you're trying to identify your own, it's a problem. No disrespect to all my coaches, brothers and sisters. Code got love for all of y'all. Real facts. That's just how I was bred. I have to love everybody. Keep telling you, I don't have to like everybody, but I love all of y'all. But I'm focusing on mine, on my people. Because the reality is everybody else picks their side when it's time to, right? White people go back to white people land. Hispanics and Latinos, they go back to the Latin shit. Asians, Asians. You understand where this is going? When the shit hit the fan, everybody start affiliating themselves with their country, their culture. And all these people who pretend to act like they're in the whole melting pot with us, when it's time to really be black, these motherfuckers, nah, everybody, and this is why I get so angry because everybody wants to stamp of, I'm black too, or this culture is black. Now we, now? Cause we've been telling y'all niggas this shit for forever and nobody really was, mm, no, that's not us. But we can never as black people have anything, not even our struggle story can be our own without another group of people like me too. We're with you. I'm at black too. Show some respect and just agree like, yeah, these niggas <laughs> been through it. Stop attaching yourself to our struggle too. Especially if you ain't got no melanin. Especially when the melanin is not even dark. What struggles? What discrimination? What injustice have you faced? Really? Huh? I oh, am. Yeah. Mm. So I guess, like all things, don't get too caught up in the rhetoric and the propaganda. You have a brain, utilize it. Think for yourself. I know the world has went through great measures to brainwash and mindfuck the shit out of you. And for the most part, they've done an excellent job through television, through social media, through the internet, period, through forms of music, unfortunately, through entertainment. Overall, they've been excellent at mind-fucking the shit out of you, but it's only because you've allowed it. People can only do to you what you allow. And even in bondage, you still have a choice. Let that resonate. You still have a choice. May not be the choices you want, but there's always a choice. So you got Roland Martin who commented on 
Ice Cube's contract with Black America. Um, and he basically wanted, went on to say the Trump Platinum Plan is the aluminum foil plan. I have read Ice Cube's contract with Black America, which I read out, I read to you guys, and there's nothing in Trump's plan that is similar. Nothing. I think sometimes, too, Black America, we just have been so codependent in a certain area or affiliation that if you don't immediately side with that, then you become adverse to people. Uh, I don't know, you guys. Niggas called Ice Cube MAGA. Was stated that he has, um, according to Wakandan brand ambassador, he says the man has become what he rapped about in the second verse of Be True to the Game. Wow. You know, it's, and I don't know why everyone, based on what he said, is speaking as though he's team Trump. I didn't get that from what he said. Did you? I'm like, you guys talk to me. Did, Did what you hear from the horse's mouth resonate with you like Ice Cube was a Trump supporter? What I got from that is that he's tired of being told bullshit all across the board. And that we as black people, he mentioned the things that we should be tunnel visioning in on because we is obviously always going to be pushed to the bottom of the fucking barrel. And we need to do something collectively about that as black people to stop this generational curse. I don't know. You just can't please motherfuckers. You know, you damned if you do and you damned if you don't. Cuz, oh, shout out to you, though. Like, real talk, I, I understood what you said. I, I resonated with what you said. A person's decision to vote however they vote is theirs exclusively. And so I encourage people to vote intelligently if I can encourage anything. You know? But you know me, you guys. I love you, and I don't give a fuck what they say about me. Nigga, fuck you. (laughs) Who I am does not have anything to do with what you think about me. Okay? You know why? Because I already know what God thinks about me. So that trumps everything you motherfuckers say negative and low vibrational about me. I am an empress. I know who I am. So, again, people are entitled to their opinions, wrong, right, or indifferent. I didn't see anything from my point of view uh, wrong with what was said by Q. But, you know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone's got one and most of them stink anyway. Uh, Moving forward, though, I had promised you guys that I was going to, for my political lovers, I was going to cover um, the um, Supreme Court justice uh, um, hearing um, for my political uh, posse lovers. Um, And I will certainly do that. I'm not going to do that right this second, though, but I will get that done to you probably on Sunday. Sorry, you guys. It's just a lot. You know, that hearing is broken up in days. 
Um, and I believe we still have some days to come. So the hearing itself is not even complete. Um, but nonetheless, I will be giving you that because um, I do have some loyal uh, listeners who like me commenting on the uh political hearings and things of that sort so I got you just you know unfortunately I can't do it with this segment but I got you um also keep in mind um today at five o'clock um caffeine will be having um their url event um on their app for the kings versus queens um event which I am super hyped for Yeah, I am so fucking hyped for this. Like, um, you know, I eat, breathe, sleep, battle rap. Battle rap is so uh, everything, right? It's everything. At least for me. I, 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 It's everything for me. Shout out to all the battle rap communities, um, platforms, uh, commentators, artists, anybody involved in the culture of battle rap. Shout out to you this morning. Um, the main event is going to feature Surf versus uh 40. Mm-mm-mm. 40 Arsenal versus Official. Wow, yo, this isn't a listen. If and I, you guys, I know y'all heard this lineup, but uh, for those who didn't, wow, right? Clips versus Couture. I'm especially anticipating that because they used to date. All right. And Couture is my bitch, my chocolate. Well, they all are. I love them all. Like, I have a soft spot for 40. I love her to life. Um, Sue Surf is an animal. Arsenal's a lyrical fucking lion. Uh, official. Oh, my. First of all, the bitch is from New Orleans. Like, let's go. These motherfuckers come in. They hit. They punch. They not coming to play. This is why I'm super fucking excited. You guys don't even fucking know. Um. Like I said, Clips and Couture is really um, uh, interesting for me as a matchup because they were dating, right? And so I'm pretty certain she she is the queen of metaphors too. And 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 she will run. I just feel like she's going to get him. I feel like she's going to get him. I'm telling you, she's going to get this nigga. I, that's one prediction I'm going to give you right now. Like, and... However it goes, it goes, right? We'll find out if I'm accurate or not. But I totally feel like a tour is going to give it to Clip. Give it to that nigga. Um, Arsenal versus official. My predictions is Arsenal's going to get her. And he's not going to just wipe the floor with her. Because official is fucking mean as fuck. She's going to fight back. She's going to fight back. But Arsenal, in his veteran stance, uh... You just never know what's going to come out the bag with that nigga. I mean, you can study him forever and still not completely know what he's coming with. So I think that's a good matchup. I think official will be giving it her all. Not saying it like she won't. That bitch got bars. Understand me when I tell you. Understand me when I tell you, which is why I'm one of my favorite battles is her against jazz. <laughs> we all know how that went. Shout out to jazz though. But yeah. A visual is a visual, you are. Um, Kayshawn versus E-Heart. Very interesting. I think lyrically that was smart. Shout out to E-Heart. That's my bitch. She's from, she reps the Bronx. So you already snow. Um, and she's a motherfucking problem. 
Like, are y'all not listening to this bitch bars? Because I've been listening to these artists for fucking years. I didn't just start you guys in battle rap. Like, I've been listening to Queen of the Ring, URL, fucking um, Grand Tom. Dumbfounded was one of my favorite, and still is though, but one of my favorite fucking battle rap artists, okay? I does this. I really fucks with this sport. Like, this shit is football. Like, I'm every, every Monday night football shit. That's how I love battle rap. I'm so serious. But, um, Sean in the past was um, somebody that I had mixed opinions about in the battle rap culture. Like, he had days where some battles he was okay, and some battles I was just like, eh. And it happens like that, right? Now in his career, I think he's at his peak. He's better than he's ever been. And um, I think that was a smart matchup. E-Heart is very lyrical, um, very intelligent with her word plays too. So we'll see. I'm, I'm just curious as to how that's going to go. Nitty versus C3. Shout out to C3. Interesting as fuck. I love both of them. Like, I'm, you guys, I don't know where you're going to be at 5 o'clock, but I know where the fuck I'm going to be. Nobody better call my fucking phone, you guys. You guys, all my listeners in other countries, listen to me. All right? All my niggas in Ireland, Switzerland, Russia, mother Russia, you just came on board, let's go. South Africa, Nigeria, all of you niggas listening to me right now, download Caffeine app if you haven't already. And five o'clock, if you're not tuned in, woo! Don't wait till this shit get on YouTube, that's gonna be too much long, it's gonna be too, it's gonna be too long away. Get it now. Get it now, you guys, five o'clock, all right? So with that being said, um, yeah. You know, I'll have that footage for you, if not very, very late this evening, definitely tomorrow. Um, but yeah, if you're going to be in the building, I'll see you there. Um, if not, you know, wish you was there type shit. <laughs> I'll be there. Um, with that being said, you guys, it's Saturday. I hope you enjoy your Saturday. I certainly will be enjoying mine. And I'm sending you love, light, peace. In harmony. <sighs> Later, you guys. <laughs> Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. <laughs>